0: The story of the Bible is that our fellowship with God, which was lost in the beginning, is being restored through the ministry of Christ. And as Christians, we believe that we can get to know the one true and living God through the pages of his word. In today's episode, we're going to be jumping right into Mark chapter 7, because why not? Hi guys, and welcome back to the Why Not podcast with me, Connor JC. And yes, this is our last chapter of Mark for this week. And on Sunday, I'm going to be talking to you guys about Lent. What it is, why I celebrate it, why you don't have to celebrate it, and what I've given up. So stay tuned for that. But let's jump right into Mark chapter 7. Now when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat unless they washed their hands properly, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you, hypocrites, as it is written? This people honours me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honour your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and many such things you do. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him, and came down and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way, the demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tara, and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Decapolis. And they brought him to a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Epapha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened his tongue was released and he spoke plainly and jesus charged them not to tell anyone but the more he charged them the more zealously they proclaimed it and they were astonished beyond measure saying he has done all things well he even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak amen so this was a very interesting chapter especially what we're going to be talking about on sunday about lent so the first kind of half is talking about kind of traditions that the pharisees are now holding above the word of god they're taking all of these kind of traditions and things that they've learned things that they should kind of do just more as a wisdom call more as things that just should be done and they could probably have biblical reasons to back it up but they're kind of twisting what they know to be true and making that a commandment instead of focusing on the commandments. And Jesus is saying, like, this is exactly what Isaiah was saying about you guys. You guys are honouring me with your lips. You're saying all of these things and declaring all this stuff in my name. But your hearts are far from me. You're worshipping me, but you're teaching doctrines, which are commandments of men. They're not things that I have explicitly said. And don't we kind of do that in our own lives? Don't we come up with our own routines and put them over Kind of actual heart-wrenching authenticity in our walk with God? Don't we turn kind of spiritual disciplines into kind of a bondage instead of a way of being free to kind of love God and experience kind of what it means to be in his word and prayer and just approaching that throne room of grace? And that bit where Jesus is like declaring all foods clean, it's so significant because he's making this point that they're so concerned about the outside. They're so concerned about what people see, what they kind of come across as, and kind of this this pretense of being outwardly clean means that they're inwardly clean. Doing the right things means that their heart's in the right place. And Jesus is like, no, these things aren't what defile you he attacks the heart and says the only way your heart will be defiled is from within and that must have been so shocking for them because that undermines their whole kind of religious system and it undermines ours too when we take our eyes off the cross when we start depending on ourselves and on our efforts rather than the finished work of christ and the cross we fall into this Putting kind of the doctrines of men above the doctrines of God. So, yeah, I just found that super, super interesting. And I guess in part, this is what Jesus means when he's saying that he hasn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. It's not just fulfilling it in the sense that he dies and, like, takes all the sin that we deserve, like, thereby kind of getting rid of the whole ceremonial system, but he's also fulfilling it in the way that he has the perfect understanding of God's Word. He is perfectly able to kind of fulfill what God's Word is saying by being able to explain what it is and what it actually means. I saw a really great video the other day of a friend explaining this super well. If I find it, I'll try and tag it somewhere because he just explained it so beautifully. And yeah, like this is probably like a massive thing as well. He's just completely, as I said before, undermined their whole way of living so if they didn't want to kill jesus before they definitely want to kill him now but anyway that is what i have to say if you guys want to think about this more then yep just don't forget to study the passage i will leave the study questions on the why not podcast instagram and yeah if you have any questions or comments then feel free to drop me a comment on that post or send me an email at why not podcast at gmail.com and yeah on sunday we're going to be talking about lent And just bear all of this stuff in mind when we talk about the length thing, because it's kind of applicable here. But anyway, until then, goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one.